Blessings, 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 warrior. Welcome to Warriors of Light Show, our living library of consciousness. I am your host, Joy Mohami, an oracle and ascension guide for genetic path patterns. This masterclass show is created as a portal of accessing and archiving spiritual wisdom, philosophies, and technologies for spiritually awakening, inspired, and practicing individuals who seek to expand their spiritual path, heal their genetic miasmas, and elevate their consciousness within indigenous medicine and cosmic wisdom. So take a seat, beloved warrior, and join me as I curate solo transmissions and conversations with fellow irregular, shamanic, medicine, and healing We are live, we are live, we are live for this last episode of Warriors of Life, season two in the year 2021. I am really excited uh, about today's conversation because I want it to be a conversation. It's it's really a review of the year that was, um, the energies, the energetic frequencies that we've been navigating this year, and just the contemplation, deep contemplation on freedom because this has been the theme for this year. And, it's been lit. <laughs> it's been lit. I don't know about you, but 2021, I've been having a lot of conversation and the energy that's coming through is, oh my God, 2021 has been hectic. Um, 2020 was definitely more hectic than 2021, but the frequency is the same. And the frequency for 2021 feels heavy as well mostly because of the frequency of freedom that we are navigating. So let's let's jump in. Uh, these are like my deep contemplations. I was actually thinking, oh my God, where do I start? You know, I'm very passionate about, about freedom. Uh, it's at the core of my work. It's also, although I am not, are holding the gene key, the gift of freedom, I am holding the gift of liberation, which is the same. Oh, not the same, but connected, right? So um, if you follow numerology, uh, you know that we are on a personal year of five, right? And the personal year of five is the year of freedom, right? Um, And we came from the year of four, which was the year of spirituality and with and wisdom and moving to freedom, right? And the freedom that we have been experiencing is connected uh, to the great change that we are going through right now, right? That we have been going through right now. Right, so I'm going to reference the gene keys. If you know me, you know I love gene keys. I studied them. So we are going to be uh, contemplating on Gene Key 55, which is about freedom. And it's it's one of the greatest transmissions I've ever read. I, I keep rereading it. And it's it's really the essence of, of this, this Gene Key book, which is really all about tapping into our higher potential, 
right? It's really about how hidden within our genetics, hidden within our DNA is this great, grand potential, hidden mystery of who we are, who we're meant to become, who we're meant to embody. And that every single one of us, we have these keys locked within us that we are here to unlock, we are here to manifest, we're here to bring into fruition, right? And these keys are, they make up who we are, but these keys are so buried within ourselves that for most of us, we have to kind of like dig in. And then it's that digging in that starts a lot of the spiritual awakening, the dark night of the soul that a lot of us experience, which on a collective level, we kind of experienced a big dark night of the soul in 2020, and then that continued to 2021. And is at the core of this dark night of the soul is uncovering the deeper mysteries of the collective human potential, but also releasing everything that has been holding our genetics, our our DNA coding from manifesting um, the way that we're meant to manifest, to become the living blueprint that we were created to be, the living prophecies that we're created to be. Okay. So when I, I jump into this contemplation, sometimes it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm all over. So I hope you're with me. Uh, welcome everyone who's joining. But so we're contemplating on Jin Key. 55. So I want to read a little bit, just a tiny bit of the Gene Keys, because it's connected to what I want to talk about. Right. Um, so this is about the threefold awakening sequence that we are currently in. Right. So I'm going to read a little bit on that and explain further. Um, what these awakening sequences are that are happening at a collective level, universal level, but that also happen within you at an individual level, okay? So according to Gene Key 55, the Gene Key 55, it is holding the shadow of victimhood, the, the shadow of victim, of the victim, right? And the gift of freedom and the city of freedom. And it is the only key in all of the 64 keys that has the same gift and uh, city, which is from which tells you why at the core of the human civilization, we are all in pursuit of this great city, which is the city of freedom. That is what we are ultimately seeking to be free, to be who we really are to express who we really are, to express the living blueprints that we are, right? Okay, so let's jump in. <laughs> Thank you to me. <laughs> okay, so uh, in the last 20 years or so, the world has indeed undergone vast changes in its inner structure. As we move through this incredible portal, which is the great change, we can identify three distinct dates or markers that set the trajectory of the process of planetary awakening and fusion, right? These markers are points of shifts, 
written into the vibrational score of our evolution. What this really means is that what I'm, uh, these three awakening are already put in our DNA. The moment we enter planet Earth, this awakening sequence, or like as in like the likelihood of when you wake up to who you really are was already put into your DNA as a marker. And at a certain point, whenever that was for you, you woke up, it wasn't random. So our awakenings are not random, right? Um, the first time you woke up, let me know what that was, but we're going to find something interesting here, right? Because we're talking from a planetary perspective. So these three markers on a planetary level, um, they, they were marked according to years, okay? So the first marker is the year 1987, right? And this marker, we call it the harmonic convergence, okay? The second marker is 2012, which is the melodic resonance. And the third marker is yet to come. It will come in 2027, which is the rhythmic symphony, right? So these faces, you see how these faces uh, they have words like harmony, melody, rhythm, right? And if you know, I talk a lot about the great song, right? That in African uh, spirituality, we speak about Obongoma, which really means the great song. That there is this great song, which is a mystery. We are living, you know, we are the great song, but we are also discovering the great song, listening to the great song, right? So this great song has incited all these markers that are explaining to us what is yet to come, what is unfolding, what we have to awaken to, where we are meant to vibrate um, and um, what we're meant to let go of, right? So these three markers, um, are important because at the core, they are about, about the freedom, of human consciousness, right? So we have come to understand that we have been existing in a seal, right? And within the seal, we have been sealed away from our higher consciousness, our, our higher connection with the higher world where the logos of unconditional love, of unity consciousness, of, of um, peace have been difficult to access, right? Once we have, once our planet entered this seal, right? And as part of the great, great mystery, uh, the gods and God or all that is, the source God creator, the, the universal primal intelligence, in keeping us in a seal, it also put inside every one of us, our DNA, potentials, opportunities for us to basically break out of the seal, right? So at this particular point in time, we've been given three opportunities, right? The first one was the harmonic convergence. And in that harmonic convergence, what happened was our consciousness, there was um, a cosmic event that happened that kind of like, um, shifted the consciousness of humanity and we started to ask deeper questions we started to need 
to, to desire to know more, to understand more on who we are, why we're here, right? It's like 1987, it's when we got pregnant, right? With the potential, the new timeline that we, we are meant to become, the opportunity to break away from the sea, right? So it was in 1987 when this, this new technologies that we're seeing now, this new understanding of spirituality, this new understanding of what is really happening in our world, started to come through. The ideas started to unlock in our DNA, like awaken in our DNA. And we started to see an influx of genetic path cutters, light warriors, you know, um, star seeds, earth seeds, people who are called to, to something more, to, to hear the song, started to wake up, right? And they, th that kept increasing and increasing and increasing until we went to um, the melodic resonance of 2012. And in 2012, we entered a birth. We were, yeah, born, I guess. <laughs> and the melodic resonance, I keep forgetting the name, so I have to keep checking here. In 2012, right? So much has been written about when to talk. So many contemplations have been given. So the first one is that there was this new birth, like a, the seal opened up in 2012. We literally got ushered into a new dimension of understanding, of awareness in 2012. We started to easily reconnect with our higher self, with the light, um, eternal light that is alive within us that we had forgotten since we entered the seal, right? And we, we saw rapid changes starting to happen on a planetary level in our world. Just think about it, what has happened in the last nine years, like so much has happened. And, and think about this from your, your own personal perspective. Right, I, I remember the year 2012, it was actually the year I started to write my transmissions on, on Facebook. I started a Facebook group back then, which was called Conscious Soul. Right, I had my awakening prior to that in 2009. And my awakening was like this big profound thing because I got awakened at the get-go to our multidimensionality and I wanted to share in 2012, like now when I look back, I was like, oh yeah, I was birthing the teacher that I am, the guide, the ascension guide that I am today. In 2012, I entered that timeline and many people entered 2012 in many different ways. I mean, uh, let me know what your experience was in 2012, if you remember, uh, with regards to your spiritual awakening uh, in this path. And if you're seeing any changes, any big thing, leaps that you took in that year, right? We were starting to resonate with the living blueprint that was embedded in our genetics, in our DNA. What's interesting also for me is how it was in that year, a year after that, in 2013, that I had this African awakening renaissance that 
I didn't know I needed to go through, you know, when I I started to read African literature and Black consciousness books as well. And for me, it's reflecting how my genetics was telling me something, my DNA, my ancestry, my ancestors were like, hey, look, you need to know more deeply who you are. You need to contemplate more on your placement in this world and how you're going to navigate this world from this black suit that you have, this black vessel that you have, right? And later on, um, I, I, I've done a lot of projects around Africa, even my passion right now is around archiving African wisdom. Uh, it's just in, in different format and so forth. And now I'm seeing how we were resonating with the original missions, the original prophecies of our lives, even though, even if it took us however long it's been taking you for you to finally start living as the eternal life that you are, living the prophecy that was written about your role in this big, um, great change that we're, we're going through right now. Right? Yeah, I hope that makes sense. Let me sip some water. Hmm. Yeah, right? You see how, like, that's the resonance. In 2012, we, we saw that resonance. So in 2012, um, what was also happening multidimensionally or from a quantum perspective is what we call a stellar activation cycle. And the stellar activation cycle is continuing. It, it, it's, it's happening particularly in this 10 years from 2012 to 2022, right? So we are in the year where we are coming closer to the end of the stellar activation. And the closer we are getting, the more the seal has to break, the more the illusions, the veils, the false programming has to collapse because we are giving birth to a new earth and a new earth is not a place, it is a state of consciousness, right? A state of being, of um, of expression that is actually more attuned to the true essence of who we are, right? So this is why we've been seeing since 2012, sort of 2012, yes, there has been ex this accelerated awakening, but also this accelerated collapse of systems, collapse and um, restructuring, reprogramming, um, of, of, of our world, right? And in 2020, we saw a bigger collapse happening um, around the health system, around um, our ability to move in the world. You know, there was this restriction that was put in place because of the pandemic. And that energy has continued into 2021. And this energy will continue to 2022. But what has been happening in 2021 is that 
even as the the restriction has been lesser than in 2020, at least towards the end of this year, but we have still been seeing a lot of um, disclosure happening, right? Disclosure is revelation. It's seeing the truth that we have not been able to see before because we were in a seal. The seal has collapsed and we are seeing all the many things that have not been working that before perhaps we didn't have the vocabulary for them or we didn't have um, the, the consciousness that is able to comprehend that something is off on a fundamental level. I, I mean, there are those of us who knew something is off, but it wasn't on a fundamental level. We thought maybe something is off with how I perceive reality, you know, like genetic path cutters, that's what we think. But 2021, the seal broke to reveal to us that no, the things that we have always felt, um, those of us who are highly sensitive, those of us who are called by the ancestors, that something is off about our world, are existing at a fundamental level, they're existing and they're anchored into the different systems of our world. And that we cannot build a new reality for ourselves, for our children, with these systems, we can build it with this foundation and this foundation, we have to free ourselves from this foundation, from the programming that we received from the systems of our world, our education systems, our entertainment systems, our um, health systems, um, industrial systems, all the many systems, financial systems that exist, the sexual systems, all of these systems, we have to, to free ourselves. And this freedom is happening in, in a way that is alchemical. And it's happening both in a planetary way as well as individually, right? So um, I forgot what this is called, but it's a process that the Chinese have written a lot about but it's essentially about how when we bring water and fire and water is a feminine frequency and fire is a masculine frequency and they come together. And this is the energies that have been happening since we, we entered the melodic resonance, the water and fire have been dancing and we've been seeing a lot of clearings happening on a planetary level. I remember in 2020 where we had a lot of volcanoes, eruptions, fires, wildfires that should have should have happened, but happening. We've also been seeing a lot of um, like water floods, um, hurricanes, where the water is coming in to cleanse our world, right? And what's really happened when water and fire come together at an elemental level, what they're giving birth to is spirit. Right? This whole process of alchemy is leading to the return of spirit in our world. Because for many of us, we've just been tapping into the seed of who we are, but not the full frequency who we are as spirit, right? So you can see how as it's happening planetary, it's also moving through you, happening through you as well. 
And what's happening is that in 2021, there has been a deeper dive into the inner realms, a deeper collapse of the illusions we've been telling ourselves about our lives, about who we think we are, who we think we're supposed to be. 2020 happened in such a planetary way that most of us were so shocked and we were like, oh my God, this is happening to our world that we kind of like needed a couple of months to process. And then when 2021 came, the energy of 2021 ushered us to go deeper into seeing how the seal is active in our lives, right? What I have felt this year um, and experienced Although, yes, there's been this pandemic, I've, I've seen that the greatest learnings, the greatest challenges of my life have been about me, my soul, my inner child, my soul group, my soul family. That is where a lot of the pain and revelation has come through. And that has been the frequency for most people, right? Now it, we moved from the shock of, oh, we can't move wherever we want. We are locked down. We have to be inside here. Um, and the, the, the frequency that just comes with that, which was a lot of like depression and sadness and overwhelm and shutting down and like being exhausted, being locked in a room, you know, to then adjusting and kind of like, okay, this is kind of like our new normal now. Um, so what else? How do I live my life? And 2021 was, how do I live my life within this seal that's breaking? And then it's like, I can't actually try to really fully live it the way I used to live it, right? And that is the birth of, uh, that is because we are getting ready to move to the rhythmic symphony that is going to come in six years, in 2027. We'll get to that point of 2027, but what is coming is something we will be blown away by. Like in 2027, we'll be like, oh my God, right? But we are on the journey. What we can do though is contemplate on how today in this year, there has been nudges internally, right? And there has been a deeper revelation that not only does our oppression come from the systems, but our oppression comes from us. And here is the shadow of the victim, right? Our oppression comes from our wounds, our identity, the station of identity, the ego that we have and the stories and mythologies we say about ourselves and we say about our role in the earth and our role in our relationships with other people, right? So this great change, a lot of it has a lot to do with relationships because if we're gonna build a new earth, we're gonna have to do it together. And for us to do it together, we're going to have to look at how we relate with each other. Right, We're, the great change is about people call it unity consciousness or Christ consciousness. All of that um, 
is through our relationship first with ourselves and relationships with other people, right? So back to understanding that the biggest oppressions, our, our biggest oppressors are us. We are the ones who tell ourselves that I can do this. We are the ones who tell ourselves that we're not good enough. We're not with me. We're not ready. All the stories in the world. Let me know what is the biggest lesson you learned about what you have been saying about yourself in this year. For me, I discovered I've had this uh, story that it's a false story that I am so different from people that they will always misunderstand me. So what I have to do to survive this planet is to try to fit in as much as possible, right? And that meant obviously not living in my blueprint. That meant changing parts of myself to fit into the world. And when I went deeper into how this has been an oppression I've been saying because no one ever came to me and said, Joy, you're different from us. You have to change yourself to fit in. No one ever did that. I'm the one who decided that based on one or two, three things that happened in my life. Um, when essentially those three things, they, they pale in comparison to actually what has happened to me every time I've actually just allowed myself to be myself. Like I've seen more acceptance whenever I'm myself and more people gravitated towards me, right? But when I went deep to the story I've held of uh, I am I misunderstood and I have to do everything to fit in, the vow of none belonging, I don't belong. So I have to do all to belong, otherwise, I will not survive. I mean, understand this was happening at a soul level and also at a genetic level. And genetics, particularly because we are embedded with the, I, the this foundation that you we can survive without the tribe. So yeah, it's a very big energy in my life. But what will happen is the opposite of freedom is victimhood and victimhood is essentially surrendering one's power and assigning blame to the external world, to external sources. And our world, we function a lot from the shadow of victimhood, right? We have so many stories of how we can't be who we are meant to be or who we want to be because of this, because the government, because my mother, because my father, because my ancestors, because my friend said this, because my beloved said this, right? And for me, I see a lot of this in, in our blueprints, genetic path cutters, those of us who are called to heal medicine, women and men. Um, and this is obviously not without understanding that there has been history that did influence the shadow of victimhood, and we're not denying that, right? But as we are breaking the seal, it's important to come to the realization that history was wrong though, when it told us not to be who we are. So we can't keep blaming it, 
we have to recognize the lie for what it is. We have to say, because that was an illusion, that was a lie. Like it does not make sense to want all the human beings in the world to be the same, you know? Um, so that was a lie. So we can't, like, as we are moving into uh, the rhythmic symphony, as we're moving to the new earth, we have to let go of these stories that we've held onto. And we have to let go of assign and blame because even though we can, on a linear level, explain why we are the ways that we are, and we, we honor that and we see that. And when it comes to it, we can even command, demand that reparation be done so that we can move forward, that we need to change things at a structural level. That I still, I'm a, I'm a fan of that. I do that, it's the foundation of my work. But what I've seen holding us captive, it's the obsession with the story, like wanting it to be, um, to be a reason why you're not stepping into your truth, right? Um, so for me, I had, the perfect excuse on how I'm misunderstood. You know, it was from the fact that I'm a genetic path cutter, from the fact that people like to tell me I speak in PhD, from the fact that a lot of my interests are different from other people. Like I had all the reasons in the world and I used to stand by those reasons and literally seal myself from my, the living blueprint that was endowed to me, given to me, created as me. You know, um, until I realized I can't keep doing that. Like for me, the frequency of freedom was I have to let go of the stories. I have to, to see what's possible if my DNA was told a different story. If I told my cells that it is safe to be different, that actually the, the, the more I allow myself to be who I am, the more I will call in people who will resonate with that, that we actually do live in a universe that function with, with a universal law of the law of resonance, right? And that if I am finding myself not easily fitting in, that's because I'm not in resonance and that I can simply shift like move, leave, leave, leave the place where you're not in resonance, leave this, the consciousness where you're not in resonance um, and allow yourself to see how the divine intelligence will bring what is in resonance to you. And when we do that, we, we arrive to freedom and freedom is it's actually something that happens without your awareness, you know. Um, at least in my in my in my experience, I found I was I was reflecting actually earlier today on how, you know, four years, five years ago, four years ago, particularly when I started this work as a practitioner. I remember months where I thought this will not work out. Like I remember feeling that and believing that it's not gonna work out. I'm not going to be able to be a full-time healer and have the resources I need to do this work full-time, you know? Um, and that was 
a story that felt so real to me. You know, and everything started to change when I actually had support coming through through uh, a mentor who showed me that, but that's only true in your world, Joy, in the world you live in now. And I started to understand this, um, this uh, Seth, who is like a higher consciousness, who wrote these books. You guys know Seth, I talk about Seth all the time, from Jane Roberts, who used to ask this well, this question, like when people come and they're asking a question, like, um, will we ever be free from the war? And then he will return and say, um, so the question is, will our world be ever, will it ever be free from the war? And he will ask, which world? Because there are many worlds that are existing in this plane of existence. Right now, there are many worlds that are free from the world, that are free from the war, from the pandemic, right? And it's important for you to recognize that, to recognize that resonance is about the world you will resonate with that will facilitate the experiences you experience. And that resonance has a lot to do with commands, with sound. What you say to your genetics are instructional commands, your DNA. And your DNA, like a, we are like an organic computer, we'll put the information and, um, and it will say, we are to resonate here in this place of, of victimhood, of not being enough, not being worthy, where things are difficult, and, 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 and. And then that will be your world, right? So we know, like all of you who come here and listen to me, you know that there are many people who don't know that this world of ours exists, that they cannot um, comprehend, right? So you can see that we really are living in different worlds. And because the world, the, the world is not just the physical thing. It's the physical thing is the smallest aspect of our world. The world is a field of consciousness. It's a field of awareness. It's a field of perception, of thoughts, of beliefs, right? So whichever world you are in is made up of your beliefs, your perceptions, of your level of your consciousness, the thoughts that you do have, right? So if you're asking, will the pandemic ever stop? Uh, in the physical material world, the pandemic we say has not stopped but there are many people who are existing in a world where the pandemic is not affecting them. They are still continuing to be the living light to create at the highest level, right? And the question is like, so why can't that be your world? That is the question of freedom. That could you allow yourself to move beyond your victimhood of the stories of why you can't be, to move beyond the, um, the belief systems, the perceptions, the ideas about yourself. Because this year it was about yourself, about who you think you are. And also really also about yourself in relation to your soul family, your soul group. You know, um, yeah, my 
I had a big revelation in the last couple of weeks of how I have played this role of, um, you know, the person who tries to fit in and how do I try to fit in? I obviously try to make myself palatable, likable, understandable. Um, so people pleasing, the matter, self-sacrificing, the truth, joy to become a different joy. And I realized how that is not only in relationship to my work as a healer, as an oracle, but everywhere, like within the family system, within money, within my romantic, uh, my friendships, everywhere. And it was like shocking to see how we can hold a frequency across all of our relationships and sometimes only see it within one. But it's important right now with this year to go deeper to, but how is that frequency, that story that you have about yourself playing out in all levels of reality? And how is it limiting you? How is it stopping you from being free? So I was saying freedom is it's a state of deep acceptance of the self and a deep the, the, the living embodiment of who you are. That is the ultimate freedom. Freedom is not just, oh, I'm financially free. I have money to use it all the time. I mean, that's great. But fundamentally it's about how you experience yourself every day and how you move in the world and how you interact with other people. Because guess what? Majority of our time is spent with you alone. Literally, you are the only person who exists in your world. And then other people just keep coming as mirrors, right? So you want to have inner freedom that is permitting your world, but understanding your world is an inner world. The world that really matters, that changes how you feel today is based on your inner experiences because something can happen outside and it affects one person, it doesn't affect the other person, right? Why? Because the other person has moved beyond identifying with the external and uh, referencing that reality, that life with the external. Yeah, okay, let me drink some water. I can just like jump in. Does this make sense? Let me know. Let me check what you all are saying. Hmm. What my mentor said, what was I saying? Oh my God, I don't know what I was saying. Sometimes I am like somewhere when I'm seeing these things. Is it about the question of which world? And that wasn't my mentor, that was uh, Jane Roberts in the Seth material asking which world. I don't know if that's what you ask about, but I, I kind of completely forgot. Please let me re uh, remind me. Ah, yeah. Yes, you know, the, the, the frequency of non-belonging is very big for genetic path patterns. Um, I do a lot of work with medicine women and men. To tell the truth, it's mostly women. <laughs> I have only one male client, um, but women. Um, and this belonging is a big wound for us, definitely. 
Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Did I complete that story <laughs> to me? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh my God. Um, so when you and the mentor were having a question about how it might not work for you to do healing full time. Uh, I, I mean, I think what I was saying is that it was when I, I could see someone else in a different world from mine. And for me, this mentor was a black woman, right? It was another black woman. And, you know, she had also traveled the same journey as I am. And although she wasn't a medicine, like a shaman or an oracle, although honestly she is, I, just seeing her as the proof that even though currently in my world, in my reality, I am not, it's not working out. It's not fitting in properly. The fact that someone else exists outside me and I can see them and they're being projected to me, it's a reflection that it is possible. It will work out. But I think that's what um, I was saying, essentially, or at least the idea that I wanted to reflect with that. Yeah. Okay, so let me know if you have any questions. Uh, if you, I'm actually inviting you all to raise your hands and join me here in this contemplation. So, so you can raise your hands and I'll pull you up. What uh, spoke to you if you want, otherwise ask me a question or share your thoughts. But so ultimately, uh, kind of like wrapping up. Um, this year was really about your inner your inner journey and freeing yourself from the, the shadow of victimhood and at the core of freeing ourselves at the shadow of victimhood like the the way that we transcend this the way that we unlock the keys in our dna is through understanding so this is part of why i come here and i share things in this PhD way. It, it's not so much um, about you fully comprehending everything I'm saying all the time. It's a lot to do with yourselves hearing what I am saying and beginning to resonate with what I am saying and beginning to unlock, beginning to change its the frequencies to enter a new world where what I am saying makes sense, right? So these transmissions are activations. And this is why when we are waking, we're driven to learn as much as we can, right? So understanding is powerful, but there is no greater understanding than inner contemplations, you coming into a deeper understanding of yourself rather than just understanding of the planetary events happening, you know? So um, this is the frequency that we, we, we are within. Even right now in December, I've been sharing with my warriors that the energies of December right now have a lot to do with our soul groups, right? Right now, uh, there are different timelines, what I'm going to say is going to be like a PhD, but try to stay with me. Right now, the energies of Egypt, the energies of Atlantis are active in our earth right now because time is not linear, right? 
it is moving in this quantum, it's all existing at once. Yes, I know, blow your mind. However, so what that means is in the same way that we talk about how the events that have happened to our ancestors are happening now through our lives, the same is true with civilizations, right? So this, this Gini key of freedom speaks a lot about the root races, the seven root races, meaning other humans, civilizations that existed before us, who also moved through the same kind of frequency we are moving through. And what is this frequency? It's literally breaking the seal to give birth to the golden city. Some people call this Shambhala, some, city, some people call it, you know, the, the kingdoms of God, you know, we are giving birth to that. I call it the golden race that is being rebirthed right now. We are not the first civilization to do this. And in the same way that, you know, Black people, we often reference colonization and slavery because we know those energies are seeping into today to the dynamics we see today. The same is true for this at a planetary level because the earth is also evolving. She's mostly evolving. We are coming along for the journey. So the energies of Atlantis, the energies of Egypt, Kemet, are here right now in December. And what's happening is um, who we were, the roles we played in those timelines, in those civilizations. Just the other day, someone reminded me that not everyone knows that we've lived before. I know I just kind of like talk assuming everyone knows this, but we have lived before in case you didn't know, right? This is not your first radio in planet Earth. So that the, the frequency, the energies from Atlantis and Egypt are playing out right now. And a little bit about this energy, Atlantis and Egypt are holding the frequency of our fall when we made choices that were not in alignment with universal laws, with God, um, with unity consciousness. And this particularly speaks to us as genetic path cutters, because in Egypt, what we did as the medicine people, we are the ones who started to enjoy the power of being healers, being the oracles who could see the future. And we started to pervert that, that role. Because we enjoyed the power, we started to manipulate and started to work within the realm of like dark magic, black magic, going against God. And so the energies we're seeing right now of the spiritual metrics of, of mentors who are not living up to the standards that we know they should be comes from Egypt. Right? So what's happening for you as a genetic path cutter is if, and many of us participated in this, as in like a huge percentage of the human race kind of went to the left, dark. So we are kind of like cleansing and clearing that, all that gap, right? Um, right now. And the people who we were with then, we are healing whatever trespasses we made against them that they made against us right now. And so you will see some people living your life and some people coming into your life right now. You'd also see 
some of your core wounds, primal wounds, things that you've been trying to heal for a really long time, popping up again more deeply, right? And that's because this frequency just started to raise up so that you see it even in a bigger level than um, you, like, yeah, more than you've ever seen it, so you can heal it, right? And this is actually good news. I, I've seen this because for me this month, I've really seen how this particular matter wound has been functioning in my life at a very fundamental level in ways that I never saw it. And I felt like I had a breakthrough, but the journey to how I came to this breakthrough was very painful. I fought a lot with people that I love. I got really upset with people that I, I, I love, um, got upset with God, with the ancestors, I got upset and I even wanted to quit. I'm like, I don't want to be this medicine woman. Kana wrote a post about this yesterday, yeah. And um, until this really grounded that any parts of me that wants to quit, is they're actually living memories from Egypt that wanted to quit. Any part of me that doubts this comes from Egypt or Atlantis, where I doubted my role as a genetic path cutter. Any part of me that has felt that my relationships are not in balance and harmony comes from that, right? So I started to transcend the victim, because I was in victim consciousness, the victim consciousness of like, oh my God, people are doing this to me. Or, you know, the ancestors are doing this to me too. No, I am being shown this belief that I have been holding in my spirit that has been a seal that has been stopping me from being free. And this will be shown to me over and over and over again until I get it. It is not punishment, but also the path of freedom and the path of understanding that we are healing a lot of things all at the same time is knowing that even if it feels like nothing is moving, it is moving. Even if you keep feeling like you went back to the exact place you were at at the beginning of the year, this is not the truth because what's changing, it's changing at a fundamental level, at a DNA level. And sometimes it will take us years to finally feel free in the external world, but our freedom is already happening today. Even when the world feels like it's closing us, even when there's a lot of pain, even when the pandemic is ongoing. But this is happening at a planetary level. Every one of our DNA is awakening. The keys got unlocked. You are more free than you have ever been. And you continue to be more free than you will ever be. Even if to you, you're like, but Joy, I literally have the same situation I was in two years ago because what's happening, the freedom I'm talking about is at an inner level, but it will catch up, time will catch up. You start to see the changes. And today I started to see the changes because you see, four years ago, I was not a full-time healer. I am now, like, and when I look at my life, this life that I'm living, I, in, in the perceptions of the old me, I shouldn't be living this life. How did I do it so quickly in four years? Nothing makes sense to me really, but it's because every step that I took from four years ago, five years ago, 2016 to today, each step 
even when it felt like nothing was moving, it, it was moving at a fundamental level. And that's the freedom we want. We want freedom at a fundamental level, even if it takes us years for it to reflect physically, right? And so that's the energy of 2021. When we go to 2020, I'm so sorry, I said I'm finishing. I will finish. <laughs> oh gosh, let me sip. Are you with me? Let me know. Yes. Hmm. Uh, so I a little bit about the rhythmic symphony. In 2027, we are going to enter a world that will be very different. <laughs> that will be very different from the world that we're living today. Um, the children who have been entering our earth since 2012 and uh, all the way to 2027, they will be born with DNA that does not have the program of victimhood in them. I think that's brilliant. When I, I, I hear this, I contemplate all this, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. These children will never feel the emotions that we have felt when we have felt so helpless and so disempowered and just weak, right? Yeah, that's a gift in 2027 the seal won't be here. So they will be entering, even if they enter our world and it appears chaotic at a genetic level, these children will come without the memories of all the pains of our ancestors in them. They come clean, crystalline beings. And these are the children that create this new world that we talk about. But what is important is to understand every time you are healing, every time you are deprogramming, every time you move away from victimhood, you are the one pushing the shadow of victim out of the human DNA. Like, that's, that's why I call those who work with me know, I call us ground crew. We're here in the ground pushing out things, releasing timelines in Egypt and Atlantis and Lemuria so that the new generation that is coming, starting to anchor in by 2026, won't ever feel the way we feel. Like, that's so beautiful, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they are magical, these little humans coming through that these angelic beings, crystalline beings, right? So yeah, it's hard. 2021 was hard because you, you had to look at this, this shadow of victimhood and how it plays out in your life. But when you, you see how in the next six years, 2021 to 2027, the work we will do is work that used to take lifetimes to do as humanity. That is why your shadow work matters. That is why even when you're having the worst of days, you need to understand the worst of days that you are having is equivalent to decades moving through your, your, your beautiful body. You're processing decades in one day. That's what we're doing. And so that's why our emotions are up and down, up and down. There are great days and bad days. 
you know, uh, I call them my underworld days. Like I'm like, I'm in the underworld. I'm in the hell realm right now. It's all horror. <laughs> and then a glorious moment comes. But for me, right now, I'm understanding that freedom is us moving away from I to, to we, to the collective. To, it's starting to understand your individual life is connected deeply to the collective. And right now, all of us who are here alive listening to me today, we are the ground crew doing the hard work for this new amazing rainbow babies who are gonna come through, who are coming through already. They have a role that they will play, right? But the one that we're playing, it's hard, but ultimately for freedom of humankind, for the activation of humankind's potential, I mean, just one lifetime of pain, just a couple of years of being unsure of doubt, of fear, of all the emotions we feel on a daily basis. But when you think about that, not only would you be free as a soul at the end of your lifetime, your ancestors will be free. But more than anything, the promise, the golden children coming will be free, not free later, but from the moment they enter this F, because we would have broken the seal. Yeah, so that's, that's honestly what anchors me every day. Um, and what I've come to understand about even 2021, that this freedom is not just for me, even though it's happening through me. And it was um, difficult, but it's worth it for the billions of babies who are going to come. For the rhythmic symphony, um, in the rhythmic symphony, we will be like, you know, a symphony where all the melodies are all in rhythm and it's all beautiful. It's poetry and romance. The jinky of freedom is actually about romance. So it's the greatest of romance. You see how ultimately 2021 is the year of the hero. It's your hero's journey. In all the movies you've ever seen of the hero, the beginning is kind of hard until they come to that power. And this is what this is about. It's about you as a hero coming into your power. And you're going to have challenges. You're going to have the bad guy of your movie. You're going to have, you know, uh, your love interest not, you know, all of that not coming properly. You're going to be, you know, neglected or pushed out of your tribe. All the horrible story. But... I mean, I love superhero movies, mostly because I recognize them as the, the journey of the genetic path cutter, but also the journey of humankind, really. Yeah, okay, yes. So we are doing great. Okay, let me check in. Uh, call, I'm gonna pull you in to me now for, for contemplations with you. And for those who are here, let me know your thoughts, your questions, if you have. Um, how you're feeling. And if you want to join me, you can also raise your hand and let me know just uh, whatever is moving through you. Hi, Timelo Moreri. Hey, Joy. <laughs> oh, let me put on headphones because. Okay. Oh, great. I Actually, I could mute you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Hi, Joy, and hi, everyone on the call. <laughs> yeah, like I said at the beginning, it's so good to attend this like solo stream. Um, I definitely missed these. Um, and yeah, like as you're talking, I reflected um, on, on my year and specifically around where I might have drowned or swam in victimhood. And for me, it was in my work um, as a healer, as a practitioner in my business, right? And so <clears throat> until sometime, yeah, around July, there was this idea that my business had happened to me, like almost like somebody had, you know, pulled me into it that... It wasn't a conscious decision that, oh my God, God is not here. For, oh, the ancestors have abandoned me. It's not waking. What? <laughs> <That was, laughs> and, and I was ready to quit, feeling help, so helpless. Oh my God, like the classical, um, it's the, the collapsed feminine. Yo, I was collapsed for months, right? And so for me, like the, the turning point happened when I, <laughs> yes, Lady Porsche. <laughs> Ciao. Yeah, no, I saw flames like the first half of this year. And so like the turnaround for me happened when I just, you know, had a, a whole conference summit with myself and I was like, yo girl do you still want to do this, you know? And if you do like make a choice, like choose again um, and let it be so solid such that all parts of you buy into it. Like the inner child, the adult, you have to buy into it and also be willing to invest, like put in what, whatever, you know, um, is humanly possible and otherwise, you know? And again, like part of the turnaround for me was, you know, I keep referencing your, um, DNA healing masterclass joy because that third session you know where you were like you gotta bring the intellectual psychological emotional somatic oh my god and so for me I realized ever since I stepped on the spiritual path I had neglected um, my intellectual cap capabilities and capacities right and so I had to bring back that girl, you know, the hard worker, you know, who's still spiritual. And so, yeah, for me, it was like just that frequency of feeling so helpless and like, I, can, I can't do anything hoping somebody will come to save me, you know? And the turnaround was realizing that I had such a, an important role to play in, sa in saving myself, you know, while still leaning on, on my guides and like my spiritual guidance and the humans in my life. But yeah, I, I had to step up. Mm. Yeah, period. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, I think a lot of uh, practitioners in here, I mean, how many people can um, connect with what we is saying? Because I think as genetic path cutters, when we step into our mission, you know, we have that magical thinking, thinking it's just gonna all drop out and work perfectly. Mm -hmm. um, 
and then that doesn't happen and you're like but why what, what is going on here and um it's easy to feel particularly when we see other people in the arena who seem to like just be you know slaying and you're like why is it working for them like why not me you know and you know that comparison is the first way that we drop into victimhood but also like you're saying when we let go of the intellect like I, I know I've had to do this with a lot of like my students I've had this conversation with you of like can you explain to me on a practical level how did you expect this to happen and then it's like that like what you know like uh, if you you want for example to have uh clients that can work with you and no one knows about this like even if the ancestors and god wanted to help you Universal law does not allow them to drop money into your bank account. I mean, that would be cool if it did, you know, but that's not how it works, right? So we have to create these channels because we are the living source spark. We are given the same creative abilities, intelligence to create what we need to create in our world, which really manifestation, materialization, it doesn't happen exactly the way it happens in higher realms. It takes what we call time here, right? So we have to take all those actions and so forth. And I've seen how I have to keep repeating this over and over again, mostly also because this also had to be repeated to me um, um, that, yeah, you have to actually do the work. You have to also be committed. But I think um, one of the the victimhood that we do have, particularly as genetic path cutters, is also um, coming from our false ideas of what this path is really about. Right? We all fell into the idea of like, oh, this is about us manifesting our best life, right? But when we come deeper to it, it's it's so much more than that right? The best life becomes part, it's just, it will happen naturally. But really, this is a, a deeper mission. And it's a mission of freedom, like I said, and freedom of our genetics and freedom of um, our souls from the seal that we've been kept in. What's interesting, by the way, is that today I use this word seal, and I've never used it before to explain the metrics. I kind of like it. But yeah, uh, so yeah, my point being, we also exist in a spiritual matrix and we also have had to collapse from, from that matrix that tells us that things are easy, that when we follow certain teachings, it will be simple, that when you're a spiritual person, you have to let go of your mind, all of those other things. It's, it's, yeah, it's part of the work. So I'm really happy for you because I see the magic you're doing. For those who don't know, Thumi has an amazing podcast on womb medicine. You should check it out. Tell the humans where they can find it. <laughs> oh, thank uh, you, Joy. Uh, yes, yeah, so I have a podcast on womb medicine. 
and it's called the Dumelo Marere podcast, just my name and podcast. And you can find it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Anchor. Yes. So yeah, we're on episode, yeah, episode 23. This week we're talking situationships and that impact on on your womb and life as a woman. Yes. Check it out. <laughs> Mm. that is such a juicy topic i saw it and i'm like yes we need to talk about this wow i cannot wait this weekend yeah. this holidays i'm just gonna be binging on your podcast it's really really powerful especially for us genetic fat patterns yeah mm. thank you, thank you me so for sharing for yes thank <laughs> you so much and thank you so much for sharing about my podcast and for this platform yay <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Okay, yeah, thank you to me for for joining in. Thank you, everyone, for joining me today on this contemplation. Um, this is our last episode for the season, and we are going to come back next year. And next year, we are going to have more of these solo casts, the solo transmissions. Uh, this this season, I think I did two transmissions, and um, we'll be doing more of the transmissions. Um, because I have so much to share. I have so much to synthesize. Um, as much as this was um, a year of, of doing the deeper inner healing, there was also this deep expansion that happened also for us spiritually as well. A, a lot of people's consciousness um, are reaching higher levels. A lot of people have been moving from, um, you know, genetic path cutters typically are often in the third, fourth dimension. So I've been seeing expansion to the fifth, to the sixth dimensions and so on. And with that, when we work on our consciousness, we work on these belief systems, these perceptions, what happens is that our natural gifts just start to get unlocked, you know, um, and you begin to access this these gifts um, with ease and you give you begin to also access based on your class senses obviously um, so you, you access the divine wisdom the divine intelligence that exists and so what has been happening for me it's I have entire a body of work that has come from this year alone that I want to share in the next season, in season three. Um, so we're going to have a return sometime in the first quarter of the year, of the season. And But otherwise, I am still very active on social media, on my Facebook, no, mostly on Instagram, to be honest. I'm moving from Facebook to Instagram, but I, I still share on Facebook. So if you want to keep up with... Um, transmissions, contemplations, my synthesis, um, follow me on, on Instagram um, and follow my website as well. 
I am restructuring my offerings. I have this deep desire to dive deep with you all with offers that are both long-term. Uh, I have amazing offers for those who want to become quantum healers, practitioners coming in the beginning of the year. So look out for that. It's going to be epic if you really want to start working with your auricular gift, energy work, quantum work. This will be a vibe for you. And I also will be um, doing starting workshops, mostly because I want to offer short, short um, containers that are affordable for majority of people, particularly those who are at the beginning of their awakening and they need support with healing. So I'm going to be doing monthly workshops. Well, not maybe monthly, like by twice, uh, once every two months or something like that. So uh, look out for that. Uh, it's exciting, exciting things really coming up for next year. My passion is genetic path cutters. I want to make our journey easy. I want us to step fully into our blueprints, the prophecies that have been bestowed and spoken by God on our lives. And I believe this time of the great change is the time for genetic path cutters. I believe it's why we incarnated. I believe we matter in ways that we cannot even possibly comprehend. I believe that even when it's hard, even when you are feeling overwhelmed, you must understand that you, you are a ground crew. <laughs> you existing here is breaking the seal. And um, I believe that together we can. <laughs> That's such a cliche thing to say, but really, truly together we can. Who said that? Yeah. Um, and our community is a passion of mine. So I hope to see you again next year. I hope you continue joining the community and we're interacting with each other. And we keep building community of genetic path cutters. Uh, here in the African soil as well as elsewhere. Yeah. So thank you, everyone. Happy holidays. I will see you next year.